0: You are listening to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn Podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. Seenie will move against you first. He'll set up a meeting with someone that you absolutely trust. Guaranteeing your safety. And at that meeting, you would be assassinated. I hope you don't mind the way I, I keep going over this Bassini business. No, not at all. It's an old habit. I spend my life trying not to be careless. Women and children can be careless, but not men. No, that- I knew that Santana was going to have to go through all this. And I never, I never wanted this for you. I worked my own life, I don't apologize to take care of my family. And I refused to be a fool. Dancing on the string, held by all those big shots. This wasn't enough time, Michael. It wasn't enough time. We'll get there, Pop. We'll get there. Yeah. Now listen whoever comes to you with this Barzini meeting he's a traitor don't forget that Mike, can I have a minute? Barzini wants to arrange a meeting he says we can straighten any of our problems out you talk to him? Yeah. I can arrange security on my territory. All right. Right. All right. You know how they're going to come at you? They're arranging a meeting in Brooklyn. Tessio's ground. Where I'll be safe. I always thought it would have been Clemenza, not Tessio. It's the smart move. Tessio was always smarter. But I'm going to Wait. After the Baptism, I've decided to be godfather to Connie's baby. And then I'll meet the Don Bazzini and Tattalia, all the heads of the five families. A Persian messenger awaits you. Before you speak, Persian, Know that in Sparta, everyone, even a king's messenger, is held accountable for the words of his voice. Now, what message do you bring? Earth and water. Let us walk
1: to cool our tongues. If you value your lives over your complete annihilation, listen carefully, Amidus. Xerxes conquers and controls everything he rests his eyes upon. He leads an army so massive it shakes the ground with its march, so vast it drinks the rivers dry. All the god-king Xerxes requires is this, a simple offering of earth and water, a token of spars submission to the will of Xerxes. Submission.
0: No, that's a bit of a problem. See, rumor has it the Athenians have already turned you down. And if those philosophers and uh, boy lovers have found that kind of nerve... Then we must be diplomatic. And of course,
1: Spartans
0: have the reputation to consider.
1: Choose your next words carefully, Leonidas. They may be your last as king. Madman. You're a madman. Earth and
0: water. Or you'll find plenty of both down there.
1: No man, Persian or Greek, no man threatens a messenger.
0: You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. Oh, I've chosen my words carefully, Persian. Perhaps you should have done the same. This is blasphemy.
1: This is madness
0: madness.
1: This is Sparta! Hello and welcome back. It's 2020. Hopefully everybody had a healthy, prosperous, and meaningful 2019. And, and, you know, you were able to accomplish a few things that you wanted to get done. And hopefully we're all looking forward to a nice 2020 where we're going to continue our path Our goal to just, not anything material, but to improve ourselves as individuals and understand where world fulfillment and contentment come from. So, over the last few episodes, I've been getting into Castaneda and some of the Greek philosophy and some of my views on different things like that, and I was uh, getting into that topic and delving in very deeply as far as the inners and looking in and deep and analyzing and doing... I guess they call it interdisciplinary, where you uh, using multiple lenses and different disciplines to examine stuff. And I ended up, I guess, about 10 days ago or a little, little more than a week ago, I sat down. I got a big screen TV in my uh, basement. I hang out in my basement a lot. But I it's my house, so I'm not in my grandma's basement, I promise. My basement, because I have my big screen TV, my computer setup, my podcasting setup down here. It's kind of cozy. It's kind of nice. I have it all paneled out nicely so i put on youtube and i and i hooked up my my big screen tv and i started watching I, I saw this video of a guy building some kind of cabin so i clicked it and it was this group of three dudes in the woods and they were putting up a cabin basically and they were doing it with all hand tools and it was it was really interesting it was gratifying i mean i was watching it and it's not the first time that i've seen this but i was really hyper kind of hyper focused on that and I notice what happens is when you stand one topic too long, um, without stretching around other areas, you lose elasticity. I believe you lose elasticity in your brain in that you're kind of becoming one-dimensional. You know, you're not putting that whole 360, or what I call, what I've heard the name used, interdisciplinary. You know, where you're using different lenses and different points of observation and comparison to, to, to make determinations on things. So I find that when you're going down one direction too long, and just out of boredom, I guess too, you know, when you're going down one way too long or whatever, uh, it's a good idea to stretch back completely the other way, like 180 degree and just deal with something fun or light. Like if you're getting like too deep into conspiracy or too, um, you know, to finances or whatever the case might be. I find myself that's what's really relaxing that I've been doing the past you know past few days coming home from work. I would sit down and put, get my big screen. To, I think it's sixty five inches. It's pretty nice. It's a LG. It's a nice. I got a good deal at BJ's or something like that. It was like seven hundred bucks like two years ago. Wasn't bad. I got a really good deal. So I find myself sitting down and putting uh, putting when I was coming home from work. I was putting on these videos of there was one specific one of a dude that the I just gave you the title, Escape Urban Whatever, to build my own off-grid cabin. I had given the title a minute ago. That's 90 minutes long. So I I put that on, and I was just zoning right into that, man. And I could feel, I could literally feel my brain, like the elasticity of my brain stretching and just going in another direction. Stretching in the sense of a good way, like a a relaxation, kind of a refreshing or a new, I don't want to use the word, new beginning. But like, kind of just a refresh, refreshingness. If that's if there's such a word, like after a nice, hard torrential rain, and you come outside and you can just feel the the state of cleanse in the air. You know the state of the cleanness and the pureness and just the the ozone in the air. You know, so something similar to that. I was watching this uh, video. Of this dude by himself with his dog it was a. Um, A golden retriever he's got. I thought it was a lab, but it's a golden retriever, now now that I'm looking at it, because I watched it a couple of times. And it starts with the guy just walking into like an open surface outside. It's a beautiful setting. It's a a nice wooded area and everything like that. And he walks out into a little clearing or a little opening with an axe and his his retriever. And he gets out there and he proceeds to chop down wood and get busy as far as, you know, the, the activity of building up a cabin. And the guy proceeded to work and work and work. And this is not a one-day deal. This is, you know, it, it would flash the date. I think it's, I don't know, I think it's July 2018 or something. The guy comes out and he starts It's relatively recent, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Comes out in the clearing and proceeds to chop, you know, certain types of uh, diameters of wood and logs and different things like that. And proceeds to build this cabinet and obviously it's not the first time this guy has done this this dude's got some tools man like some serious like gouges and different types of rip saws and stuff like that all manual but he knows his his mathematics this guy so he proceeds to build this really beautiful cabin step by step step by himself i don't know if there was a crew of dudes that he picked up down the block with his buddies and had a keg around the corner i don't know Seemed to be, had some Puerto Rican dudes working, you know, waiting around the corner for the camera to, you know, to start working and then, you know, to turn, you know, to turn the camera off, but this guy, I, I shouldn't joke like that, this dude is legit, you know, I could I could see by the, the investment and the time that he put in and the care and the dedication that he had, that this guy was putting it in, and it was in some type of wilderness. I'm going to guess, like, by the accent, he spoke a little bit, it's Canadian, like, over the Vancouver or something like that it's beautiful beautiful country so the beginning of the video is him building it for like the first half you know half hour to 40 minutes uh not even maybe half hour and then the other hour of it is basically him adding on and, and building more and you know sledding around with his dog and having fun so it's really beautiful and really relaxing so I, I would find myself coming home after work and put on the big screen, you know this uh, people building stuff, people building stuff out of clay, people designing little gadgets. Uh, for some reason, people forging stuff like huge fifty-ton um, ingots of steel. You know what I mean? And they would forge it with this with this industrial hammer, and, and, and you know, from a glob into like a precise piece to go into. I don't know crane or something like that. Huge fifty-ton pieces, you know, or just people designing stuff. People, I, I was watching one guy he took a piece of a gator, and he made a crazy wallet with it, you know. And it was amazing the way it was done. It was, I guess, it was a half hour, and it was so engaging just watching the care and the love and the detail that was put into that. You know, it would be nice if if this was a society, a society that valued its craftspeople a little bit more. It's artists a little bit more, you know, and, and less on war and destruction and dead, death and debt, you know, but whatever, whatever the case may be. So I found myself starting to, uh, as I was watching these different um, videos of people creating stuff and doing stuff, I could literally feel my brain expanding as I watched the level of skill, mathematics. Uh, uh, just experience with working with wood and designing stuff and putting stuff up and fabricating that was taking place. It just, I could, it was amazing, you know, just I was in so hyper-focused in one direction. Now my attention is being pulled someplace else and completely different, and my brain is like, you know, reaching over to the other side, which is a great thing, and which is something that we should all strive for because the minute you stay hyper-focused on one thing, you become just like a one-dimensional thinking, you know, it's like a a path of one dimension, so you want to kind of stay stimulated with different things, you know, even simultaneously, or if you find yourself not uh, enjoying what you're doing, you know, like, or you find yourself thinking, you know, not dedicating yourself 100% to whatever you're trying to get done, it's a sign of kind of boredom, or, you know, to just step away from the thing, like, if you're writing a paper for school, or studying or trying to get a project done and it's like really you're just kinda of hitting a mental block. The best thing to do is put it turn the computer off, do whatever. And literally if you could take a whole day off, take a day off, or a few hours and just go shoot a few hoops or run around the corner and, you know, eat a piece of cheesecake or just something completely disassociated from what you're doing laugh or you know, whatever the case may be, just something just totally disassociated from what you're what you're working on at that moment uh preferably if you could take a half day or full day that's great and when you come back you're going to see like a renewed sense of um energy towards the direction where you were going and what you were trying to get done usually you know if not that might be a sign that you're going in the wrong way too and the other thing that's really important to remember too and i know it sounds cliche but not so much that life is meant to be fun and you know whatever but Everything shouldn't be a struggle twenty four seven all the time. I mean, unless if you're in a gulag or in a situation where that's what you're subjected to, you know? Then God bless you, man. You know, hopefully your situation changes. But for the you know, really we're put here to enjoy the experience of life and, and, and everything that we're going through. So if doesn't make any sense to just be a one dimensional person and see things in in the sense of um in flexibility, you know, you want to be flexible and see things in, in different kind of ways and, and enrich yourself as much as you possibly can, and exposing yourself to different things. Another, another thing that I was getting to, like I said, was the metal forging. That's super interesting. I guess one of the first things that really hits you too when you when you see stuff like that is the realness of it. I mean, this is how things are done, um, and it is what it is. You know, they're forging a piece of metal. They're designing a cabin, they are, you know, jumping off a cliff in a wingsuit, I mean, that stuff is amazing, these wingsuit flyers, they get these custom-made suits that are shaped like, kind of like a flying squirrel type thing, where it's like wing-like, and they'll jump off like these 12,000 feet cliffs, and literally fly, and they videotape it, and there's another level of that that's called proximity flying. And what they do is they compete and they try to fly really close to the ground. And there's some instances where you watch video of it on YouTube and it looks like they're literally just, and which they really are, they're flying. And it's crazy stuff. It's called proximity flying. Type type that in, and that's another good thing for that brain elasticity is is to watch uh, with that wingsuit flying. Um, another thing is like I said, watch people make stuff with clay. Uh, carving wood, uh, super super interesting, man. The you know those are the main things that I like to watch when people either design or make stuff. It's 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 really really cool because you could see how their brain is working. There's another channel that I enjoy. It's called the Indigo Traveler, and I don't I think the guy's from New Zealand or Australia someplace. And he goes to the the Sudan. He goes to Libya. He goes to Afghanistan. I mean, this guy goes everywhere, man, and he mingles in, you know, and he's very European looking, you know, 100%, you could tell he's a traveler, but hey, he gets in there, and uh, I guess he has that magnetism where people, you know, he likes to be around people, and people, people pick up on it, and he's very genuine, yeah, the Indigo Traveler, I believe the name is, and he gets in there, man, and it's a lot of fun watching it, because you could see how people in different parts of the world actually live we're so accustomed to seeing stuff from our way where, you know, you go to the Yankee game and you and you, you, know, you go bowling, whatever whatever we do over here, have, te- have a tendency to do over here to pass our time, you'll be surprised when you look at other countries, how they're living, the things that they do is basically a struggle like to stay, stay afloat, but they're enjoying themselves just like we do. So it's interesting to watch that and, and see how the world is living besides ourselves. You know to get that multi-dimensional view of everything, so as I was brainstorming, I was kind of reflecting back on myself also um, that I wanted to address in the podcast was the concept of tool making and a toolbox and making tools and selecting the appropriate tool for the job always <clears throat> whether that whether that be a metaphysical tool, a spiritual tool, a mental tool, uh whatever the case might be. You know, life is a process of preparation and one should always be in a a mode of evolving and moving forward and figuring things out. And a perfect example, um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the last last podcast, I don't think I did. I remember I was talking about Microsoft Access and how I was able to import and do stuff like that. But one of the things that was really getting me upset was I was not able to look at the properties of of the old 2003 programs I wrote. When I imported in taxes twenty sixteen, I couldn't see it. Uh, I could see, have the program run, but I could only see the table, and that's it. And make a long story short, as I started looking through, I said to myself, "Let me see something." And I went on, and I had a feeling that those everything was marked invisible. That's that's a property that you can select. And I went in and I clicked uh, Show Hidden Files. And it just, I saw everything, and I started getting into Access again, but in the 2016 version, it kind of re-came uh, alive to me again, so I'm I'm starting to mess around with that, so it's an it's a evolution, man, it's a constant thing, whenever you're going to find the most challenge, that's where you're going to find your most reward, just make sure that you're challenging yourself to get the right things, you know, and move in the right directions, so that's always one of the most important things to keep in mind. So you had to get back on the log cabin building. I mean, one of the things that struck me as I was watching this was, you know, he's an individual working in solitude by himself and his dog, which is, you know, his company. But it struck me as I watched him how he was connecting with his project and with the earth and what what needed to be done in his responsibilities. I mean, this dude was chugging. This dude was working hard. And as as this cabin began to form, you could see the urgency in his movement. Like you know how he was working diligently to get this thing done, and it, you know he had a purpose. And finally, when he got it done, it, there's a scene of him where he walks in, and there's a chair in the corner, and he sits down and he rests. And you could hear the floorboards as he walks in, and he's in a he's in a structure, he's in a home, and the look in his face, and you have this feeling of of. um expansion you know you have this feeling of of achievement of accomplishment of 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 dharma you know of meaning in life which which is which always amazes me you know because it's something solitude is is highly taken for granted you know most people always want to be stimulated they have to have some kind of external force bearing upon them and showing them the way and the latest shoes to wear and but that's not, you know, where you're going to get your growth. You're going to find it in your solitude to a large degree. You're going to see that, you know, when you, when these thoughts come to you, when you have these challenges that come to you because nobody else is going to you, figure your stuff out for you. You have to do it out for yourself. So that's where the solitude really kicks in because you're able to reflect upon yourself and go deep, you know, into who you are and what you're about, you know. So again, the channel on YouTube for that video is my self-reliance is the name of the channel and I said the name before about building a lob cabin off grid uh on his channel also it's about a year old so it's ninety minutes and it's got like at this point twelve million views so yeah, it's amazing man I mean i I know this is kind of a hodgepodge episode too, but i I planned on making it a light episode in that some of them I know some of my episodes get kind of heavy and i i talk so a lot another one i want you to keep an eye on is tim and then we all gotta um make sure that we just have compassion on our life because the world that the way i see it getting is colder and colder another one is a comedian his name is tim dylan he was just on joe rogan and he was just on alex jones recently like within the last month or two so tim dylan i played him on a clip um two episodes ago i think where he's talking about um jeffrey epstein and all that shit and about the government, and all the conspiracy stuff, he's, I opened up the podcast with him, I think 134, he was on, and Tim Dillon, he's just so funny, so support him if you see him out there, you know, it's really, really important, so, we're coming into a crazy time, and I'm gonna give my observation, what I see happening, and I've mentioned it slightly, in episodes, because I've been around almost two years, up close, close to 100,000 downloads, so, which is, I want to thank you all guys for listening, but, one thing that I've constantly mentioned is that the time is ending as far as ruling class and all of this bullshit they throw on us. Because people aren't watching television anymore. They're shutting down YouTube where they're trying to clamp down on the truth. But it doesn't matter because I as I hear people speak, I hear truth coming from every direction. And it's so refreshing, man. It's like love. That's why I do this podcast, man. If you notice, there's no commercials on here. Although one guy asked me to do a commercial, and I told him to send me a sound clip, and I would do it for free, because I don't want to accept money for this. This is just my Dharma, this is my action. this is what I do. I like to share of what I have. I'm sure there's people that connect with it because people listen. So so what I'm trying to say is it seems like everybody, the 100th monkey thing is happening right now. Everybody seems to be waking up to what's happening. Again, when it comes to Trump and Biden and Bernie said it's all bullshit man and i guess what's happening to his pe- people their eyes are opening up and they're seeing exactly what's happening in every facet and all the control they're seeing even with comedy they're trying to control comedy when a stand-up comes up and he has a routine if he says the wrong thing he gets x out you know and it's all becoming self-evident because audiences are coming and they're saying you know this guy's not funny guess why he's not funny you know so you know i've went on um i guess i'm close to 20 minutes into this episode I'm gonna leave it at that. I uh, like I said, this is I, I. went a week without podcasting, and uh, I, I need to get give my brain a little elasticity because I'm I'm busy at work and busy with everything that I'm doing, and it's crazy time. So thank God everything settled down, and uh, yeah, man. The key word going forward, man, for 2020 is compassion. Let's have compassion for our for our brothers and sisters on this planet in Palestine. But what they're being subjected to by the Israeli uh, military is horrendous, man. They're shooting little kids in the head for no reason, for standing too close to the fence. I got to say it. And Syria, they're looking for war in Iran right now. Hopefully it doesn't happen. And everything that's going on, all of the people that are oppressed, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't even hear about or don't see about because it's not shown. But it's something that we have to be aware of, man. There's a lot of stuff going on in Africa, too, that there's no light being shown in it but people got to be aware of that i know i get some listeners from africa so brothers and sisters from africa if you're listening man you know my heart goes out to and everything too because i know you guys everybody's in the struggle man and it sucks and people in this country in america they think we got it bad but yo you got to see what other people are going through on this planet it's crazy shit so listen man again blessings to everybody i want to thank you for listening and i'm um, stay